Hi everyone and welcome back for another episode, a new week, new energy, new vibes um, and thank you so much for tuning in once again. For those who are listening on audio, please take a moment to rate the podcast. For those who are watching on YouTube, please subscribe, like, comment, share, all of those things. My producers will appreciate me for finally remembering to say this out loud. <laughs> um, one of the things I purpose to do when I decided to do this podcast would, was to take the time to highlight people, institutions, foundations, um, facilities who are championing in the sexual reproductive health, mental health spaces in Kenya. Because as a clinician, as a doctor, I'm very solution driven. We are presented with problems and you don't feel okay or right until you find a solution. So that's one of the things you'll notice that I'll do in some of the episodes, we'll sit and talk about people and the work they're doing, advocates, people who are change makers, people who are starting or managing companies or foundations that focus on making a change when it comes to SRHR issues specifically and add-on related mental health issues. And that's what we're doing today. So... <laughs> I'm here with my big sister. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> One of the reasons why this podcast even exists, and I'll keep repeating this out Yay. loud. <laughs> I'm here today with uh the lovely, the amazing, the powerhouse that is Janet Bogwa. Thank you. <laughs> Dr. Claire. I know, right? Keep going. Though. At this point, <laughs> I could go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> and today we're going to focus more on the work that you're doing and what drives you and how you arrive. Because all of us pretty much watched you on TV mm -hmm. and we used to look at you for the outfit inspo mm -hmm. and we're like, oh my God, she's so tall and so elegant. And <laughs> then poised. you met me and I'm not that yeah, tall. Yeah, and I'm like, what also in the juju is going <laughs> on? Because, <laughs> okay, it's true. Anyone who meets me goes like, oh, yeah. where's the rest of you? Usually yeah. so much taller in your foot. <laughs> I thought you were much taller. I thought you were much taller. I thought you were bigger. Yeah. Like, this is all me. This That's is, it. Yeah. That's all you're getting. In a nice package. <laughs> Little package. Yeah. <laughs> but just, I don't even, I don't, like, I'm going to fangirl. This episode is about fangirling also. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of it is, my brain just goes into, oh my God, I'm sitting here with Janet. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you though. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> shut that down focus <laughs> we had a purpose we were doing this for we had a, a purpose I love that you're like rain yeah, yourself I'm like rain in. yourself in check yourself okay yeah Um. so maybe a little bit of an introduction so that if anyone hasn't caught you on here before or hasn't seen you anywhere I don't know which hole they're hiding you know so but no. just in case <laughs> just in case yeah. uh, maybe a, a, an introduction about who you are and what you do okay first yeah. of all thank you that's like I'm <laughs> sweating and blushing and that's so sweet right. and you're a powerhouse too I I need you to know that. And I think what we're, you're doing is so incredible. We're getting there. So, so thank you. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Janet Bogwa, I, I I was just about to go into my life journey. So you need to rein me in. Because right. I was going to be like, I grew up in Mombasa. <laughs> then you'd be like, no, no. No, no, no. We don't need you to go. <laughs> Come back like this. We don't have 17 hours. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a media personality is how I like to describe myself. Mm. Because it will always be my... My first rodeo, my first love, right. literally started radio at 19 wow. and then went to uni. So you grew up in media. I grew up in media. Yeah. It's so, it's really, it's all I've ever known. Right. It's the only work I've known and I'm super grateful for that. And then did TV for 10 years, both mm. in Kenya um, and South Africa. Okay. As a news anchor, reporter and producer at KTN, ETV in South Africa, then Citizen 
in Kenya, which I feel really just changed my life. It was right. such a it was such a massive platform, mm-hmm. and I think not doing knowing that also helped me. Right, yeah. just to allow myself to learn the craft mm. and you know diversify. Mm. And then as I was continuing at Citizen, social media was really coming up, mm-hmm. and found myself excited about that new platform and yeah. just discovering it. Um, and so once I left, I was already pretty interested and invested in Instagram, for example, which I can honestly say single-handedly changed my life. Okay. Instagram single-handedly changed my life. That's interesting. It's so interesting because again, who knew that it was the world's window into the, what you're doing. And so began to do a lot of collaborations Mm -hmm. and work because Mm of um, the posts I would do. And Mm. they weren't even so well curated. I think I was just being honest. I was just being myself and talking about the issues that are important to me. Right. From social impact to also lifestyle, whether right. it was fashion or whatever it yeah. was. And so, yes, so there's that. So digital, cre- you know, content creator, mm. author. I did a book called My First Time, which used storytelling to demystify periods. Mm-hmm. And a uh, podcast of the same name a few years later. And uh, Inuadada Foundation mm. is kind of the home of all the social impact and social justice work that I do. That we have do. a a center in Kor- in Kariobangi now mm-hmm. and we've just started one in Kakamega. Oh fantastic. Yeah, so okay. and an activist. Yeah. I'm all those things. All those things. I normally say author, <laughs> activist, media person. I think right. that's usually easier. Yeah. And 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 a mom. So yeah. 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 Um the the I, I just want to delve right into that because I will fangirl, yeah. but I'll catch myself. Okay. Here. But delving right into Inuadada, let's start there. What was the inspiration behind it? How did you come up to thinking, okay, I need to not only be a voice and uh, I'm seen to talk about these things, I actually want to do something that makes a difference. What got Mm -hmm. you there? I think it was being faced with the truth that came out of a story called Periods of Shame, which aired on Citizen TV, that just really showed this girls in far-reaching areas Mm -hmm. that didn't have access to products or information. Mm -hmm. And it was such an affront to the privilege that Myself and a lot of my peers had, Mm. but I think the biggest heartbreak was, wait, they're missing out on school. Wait, they're falling pregnant. Mm. That's completely shifts their life. They pivot in the wrong direction. And I just felt compelled to want to tell those stories Mm. and mainstream the conversation in a way that can also push for action, Mm -hmm. whether it's in policy, whether it's in behavioral change. Mm. And since then, I've been very passionate about storytelling. I think that's part of the content creation bit that I love. Storytelling is one of the biggest platforms in which we can change the way things are seen mm, and done. Right. And so that's what compelled me to start in Nuadad. It was initially two-pronged uh, lobby for, you know, change in mm-hmm. policy mm-hmm. and for budgetary allocation to be increased. Right. And 2014 was a fantastic year. I remember we did a day of the girl in partnership with the Ministry of Education at the time mm-hmm. when CS Kaimenyu was the minister mm-hmm. and they were just very inviting. I right. mean, they invited okay. us to collaborate. Yeah. We did a, an event at KICC. It was a national event. And they tell us it's one of the first national events of Day of the Girl. Because it takes somebody in media content to be like, this is what we'll do. But it ended up being really brilliant. We had a lot of girls there Mm -hmm. because this was for them. It was around um, Day of the Girl. Mm -hmm. So we wanted them to to feel that this room and this space is for you. Mm. And then just continue to, to mainstream the conversation. So that's essentially what got me into it was mm-hmm. the work I did as a journalist mm-hmm. and being in the newsroom and coming across this story. And, you know, we come across so many stories in the newsroom. Mm-hmm. Being a journalist is its own form of activism. Right. But this one, I think just, I just felt so 
I felt so wronged on behalf of the girls and women right. because I thought to myself, this is a natural biological function. They can't do anything about it, about it but they're yeah. being punished for it. Right. And that's, that I think is what also keeps me going mm -hmm. is I just find it so unfair that because of that or because you don't have access to pads, mm. sometimes you have to have sex with somebody who has lied to you about protecting right. you and then you get pregnant and now you have another thing to, to think about. With, yeah. It's so, it's heartbreaking. Right. And so that's what compelled me into it is to say, let's find a way to mainstream this conversation. Let's mm -hmm. find a way to open it up to everyone because mm -hmm. sometimes it can feel like it's um, maybe either very uh, technical or academic, mm -hmm. but it's every day. Right. Um, and kind of using the platform of media to do that. Mm -hmm. And at the time, citizens were great because every time there was an activation, they'd bring their cameras. Right. And so it mainstreamed the conversation. Right. And even beyond that, if I was doing anything, we documented my colleagues and I. Yeah. And then I just never stopped and I still feel compelled to keep telling the stories, right. keep mainstreaming the conversation and um, just collaborating with as many platforms like this mm. because the more voices and the more change that we're likely to see. Right. Yeah. Um, on, for, those of, for those out there who just sit and say, okay, yes, you guys keep saying you're advocates. You mm. are advocating for X, Y, Z. Um, on a day-to-day -day basis, what is advocacy? What is mm. um, activism? How would you define, what's your definition of the two. I find it so funny because I just found myself being called an advocate, an <laughs> activist, because I was basically having the conversation. Mm. There was no name to it. Right. There was no right. label, nothing. Right. And it's interesting that it's people who would invite me mm. in their spaces who'd be like, we'd like to invite you to talk about the advocacy. And I remember having to ask like the what? The what? What is that? Because in my <laughs> mind, advocacy was for a select few and right. they didn't look exactly. like me or sound exactly. like me. And that's sort of the Mm. The reason why I'm asking this because there'll be people watching and they go like, okay, so you advocate. What does like, that, what does that even what is, mean? What is even, what, what? And it's a very <laughs> valid question. I think it's just speaking up on an issue. Mm. That's it. When you, when the moment you use your voice mm. or whatever platform you have, whether it's your phone, mm -hmm. whether or not it's social media. And if it is, it could be WhatsApp. It could be talking at the dinner table with right. your family. Yeah. It could be at the pub with your friends or mm. at the mall mm. or in your former primary school. Mm. As long as you're speaking up on an issue, then you're advocating. Right. And as long as you're, sh you're sharing information, mm. accurate, accurate. <laughs> helpful, Thank you. not harmful, but yes. accurate, helpful <laughs> information yeah. on an issue, mm. then you're advocating. You're basically amplifying mm. and raising awareness. That is advocacy. It's raising awareness on an issue. Right. How is it done? Whichever way advocacy works for you. Right. It can be a TikTok video. It can be a song. It can be a paper. Mm. It can be talking somewhere. It can be this, you, like you're doing yeah. advocacy right now. Right. So that is what advocacy is defined as. Mm. Um, and so I later came to know I was doing advocacy because I was talking about the issue mm. on my platform, mm. sharing resources and information. Mm -hmm. Activism, I think, because again, it's not until last year in November that I was invited to New York as an activist. And right. I was like, really? And I did this thing right. where I was like, you know, I feel like there's other activists you could invite. You could invite. Yeah, like, I feel like yeah, there's like, other people because again, in my mind, yeah, activism people is... People who are more... Of yeah. this definition, exactly. someone would fit into this better. Yeah. But yet, activism, again, is agitating for change. Mm. So then who are we not to be activists? And right. I think we have placed a lot on these different names and labels, and it can be daunting because mm. if you've known somebody to be an activist for 15 years and you've just come in, right. there's a little imposter syndrome that comes in like, exactly, but then how yeah. am I yeah. 
Like the people are sharing that panel with in New York. I'm like, okay. Okay. Is this I me? Am I are, sitting up am here? I sitting <laughs> up here? You know, but at the same time, what I loved about us, and we were from different countries. Mm. We were from Morocco and Ecuador. And it was such a nice group of women. And we ended up really bonding. And Afghanistan was right. just, is that we have a passion and desire to see things change. Mm -hmm. And that's what activism is. Right. And how you do it is by, you know, is by going the extra mile. Mm -hmm to push for that extra policy, to make that extra bit of noise, right. to join that march. Right. Activism is participating in the act of advocacy. I think if the two were to be put in a sentence, yeah. it's just, it's also another form of advocacy. The two are very intertwined. I just see activism as a heightened form of right. it. This is now an activity. It's an activity. To there the you go. I like that. It's an yeah. activity attached to it. And you're really, you're agitating. You're like, things have to change right. and, and they need to change. Yeah. And so, no, I could never have... <laughs> sat here or, or labeled <laughs> myself yourself, those yeah. they were bestowed upon me and right. then i embraced them right. and then i slowly began to understand why because mm. if you can imagine it was 10 years ago i was just you know i was an anchor in a newsroom mm. so advocacy and activism were not really even though interestingly enough i have grown up fascinated mm -hmm. by activists i Wangari Mathai remains. Right, yes. And she's, it's the most starstruck I've ever been was meeting her. Um, <laughs> that must have been amazing. Oh my gosh. And I just I, used to watch her. I would have been silent. No, like no, no. I would have I just, was silent. <laughs> and I'd then, just sit there and be like, She was wow. so, and I loved it because I had followed her journey. Right. When I was a kid watching her. In, exactly. That's what yeah, I, those, getting that's what I remember, getting beaten Karura, up. Yeah. And then I followed her journey. And so interestingly enough, mm. I've always been drawn to activists. Right. From the time I was really young. Right. From the time... Oprah started mm -hmm. back in the 90s. Mm -hmm. um, and then Wangari Mathai. And when I was in college, I had, I have a dream on my wall. Nice. So okay. interestingly enough, I'm like, maybe then I started reading about everyone from the Black Panthers to Mau Mau. I just, I guess I've always been drawn to activism. Right. So maybe it was just, I don't know. I, th I think it was just settling somewhere. And, and even my mom told me in high school, because I was a, student leader and, and mm -hmm. a house captain and all these things. And there was this one time I was pushing for something mm -hmm. and I was demonized for it. And it broke me by right. the headmaster. Right. And I remember breaking down crying because my dad had been called in basically oh, wow. to be told your daughter. Yeah, your daughter. <laughs> and I was sobbing in the car and he just called my mom. He's like, okay, just, I've talked to her, but you talk to her. And she mm -hmm. said, you know, if you're going to do this, you, and that's the, that's when she told me this is, it's persecution mm -hmm. and persecution comes when you're pushing for something that's right. right. And that's why it's never stopped me when yeah. I get persecuted. Right. I'm like, oh, it's because, and it doesn't mean I'm, I can't take criticism because mm. sometimes I've done things and I've had to learn not to do not them. To, yeah. But persecution is, you know, you're standing for the right thing and you know, you're getting pushed back. Yeah. And even then I was what, 16, 17. Right. I remember her saying that because I used to watch her get persecuted. Right. So maybe it's not odd that I ended up coming yeah. back full to this circle. life. Full right. circle. Yeah. Um, but that's advocacy and activism mm. as I know it, as I've been in it. Right. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the things that I've seen that Inuadada does is making pads. Yeah. Um, take us through that journey. What's yeah. that like? Because again, privilege speaking, because a lot of people, the pads are available. They're in the stores. They're in the shops. You have variety. Yeah. You even sit there and go, this one gives me issues because, yeah. and then so I like this one. And then this one works better because, or, yeah. and then this one has nice colors. I like the one because, hmm. <laughs> I feel like you're so you saying something about yourself, like, Doctor. Mm. <laughs> but I love it. So you sit there like all these options. Yeah. It's a valid question what you've asked. And mm. I like how you've put it like somebody will wonder, well, there's options. Yeah. But those options don't serve people who are, you know, really underserved. Exactly. Um, a lot of people, the reason period poverty exists mm. 
is because you're forced to make a choice between a sanitary product and a meal for your family. Mm-hmm. Because sanitary products are expensive. Globally, it's an issue. Yeah. Like globally, yeah, yeah. period tax. Period tax. It's a yeah. whole thing. And yeah. again, it goes all the way back to policing and sexism. And it, sure. it's really attached to that. Right. Um, and so, well, while we were advocating a lot for change, mm. um, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And I remember immediately panicking for women and girls in lockdown. It was so immediate. Oh, I was like, right. oh no, they're not going to have pads. What are we going right. to do? Yeah. So started making a bit of noise on social media. Like what can, and so many people did it on their platforms. And mm-hmm. I love that. People mm-hmm. just kind of mobilized for food packages, ETC. Yeah. And I was really asking people, can we mobilize for period, period packs? packs. Yeah. And somehow that ended up reaching um, the pad project who we partner with, Okay. who then said, hey, we, we'd like to, we look at organizations like you mm. Of voices like yours, mm-hmm. and we send pad making machines that are then used in uh, largely underserved communities where we train right. women to make pads. Right. And es- essentially, we move to making them available in the market, mm-hmm. but initially they are donated. Right. And so that's how the partnership came with the pad project. So okay. the machine took forever to come, I guess, because of COVID. <laughs> so it arrived in 2022. Okay. And that was in May 3rd, I'll never forget. Mm. And we set up mm-hmm. and we worked with these incredible women. At the time when Korogosho, we just moved next door to Kariobangi, but mm. trained underserved women. And for me, that's my joy. Yeah. Is always when I go see them and kind of seeing where they've come from. Because mm. these were women who were, you know, victims um, of, of abuse, mm-hmm. who were single moms who didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. And they've been able to earn through this program and educate their kids. Right. And it. It's so funny how things like that just completely fulfill me. It can be one person changed, right, yeah. but it's one person closer to empowerment. True. So that's what happens. So we make them and the machine can make upwards to three, four, five hundred pieces a day. Oh, wow, okay. So it produces quite a bit. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of donations in communities mm-hmm. where we are, but we've also donated to Kilifi and Kisi and mm. Kisumu to so many places. Mm. And now we've just started a pro- project in Kakamega with USAID Western Kenya Sanitation program right. WKSP yeah. which also has the sanitation element attached to it mm. um, but we're also going to be having the same products that we make available there oh, it's made a big okay. difference we're happy that the students who use them and because the first thing I thought about was feedback guys we need mm. to be ready to hear True. feedback about how is True. it making them feel is it comfortable right. if it's causing any irritation we have to go all the way back to the drawing board yeah. thankfully that hasn't happened that's good the raw materials are sourced from different markets right. the dream is to find Something. Similar ones here, yeah, yeah. but they are very high quality. Mm. Uh, but it's a very simple pad. I mean, we right. literally it's handmade, yeah. used, used with a lot of care and cleanliness. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I use them, and I'm also really happy I can use because I'd have been like, it would be a bummer if I can't use. Yeah, yeah. Even though I use other products, yeah. other um, other products that I've been used to, right. I still have to use what we're making to exactly, make sure. To make sure, yeah. But the beauty is that it has put pads in the girls in the hands of girls, mm. girls who were previously absent are now present in school that's fabulous and those are things that this you're like it works it's a tool yeah and people will keep saying things like what about reusable yes reusable is a fantastic solution it just doesn't work everywhere right now true the dream and the goal is that we can all go reusable yeah but that would need access to water and that's the biggest thing and that's sanitation. the biggest thing sanitation that's the thing people forget that reusable requires that you have clean water yes. and actually be able to clean your reusable product thoroughly and hang it and hang it and have it, you know, yes. the sun will help bleach and, you yeah. know, like there's a lot of um, management around a reusable product. And again, 
a privilege mm. around a reusable product that we can't take that for granted. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it's working in some places. I know some fellow menstrual champions who are having very impactful programs with mm. them. We're using disposable and who knows, we're also open to having a line of reusable, but I want to make sure that it's manageable. Right. Um, and also a lot of the girls we speak to would rather not use reusable. Mm. That's their volition. Right. And so that's what the project is. And um, we complement it with advocacy programs like Tandi Kaleso, which is exactly what it is. We just sit down. It's a form of advocacy. Oh, it's community lovely. dialogue. Right. Um, and I love the Leso. I love that name. Yeah, Tandi Kaleso Tuonge is the tagline. Right. Um, I'll I'll make more noise about it soon. Yes, I'm just like, do. <laughs> I'm, why do I keep touching this? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I I've talked about it previously, mm. but um, you know, it's it, it's baking. But basically, you know, the thing about everybody sitting on the ground is you're all equal. You're all equal, and that's what we right. found has worked. And I grew up in the coast, and I'm obsessed with lessos. Mm. And I grew up with that culture mm -hmm. of sitting down and having a conversation. Right. So we have found it a very effective advocacy tool. Mm -hmm. Um, and also now, you know, through podcasts and just keeping it alive. So we complement that with the pad making. Right. Yeah. And then there's my first time story. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How was that baby born? How was, funny that, thing, it was born there. when my baby was in my belly. Oh, really? My second born. <laughs> Interesting. There were two babies coming up at the same time. <laughs> right. I was pregnant with Mali and this is going to sound so, not bizarre, but I was very sick in my first trimester. Mm. And then I started reflecting on what's happening in the world of menstrual health. Why are we still facing a lot of the issues you and I have discussed? Why mm. is there still so much stigma? What is it that's not landing? Right. It was really bugging me. Right. And I thought maybe if we can do a campaign where people talk about their first time stories, mm -hmm. we can make it relatable. Because right. again, storytelling. Right. Um, and then it kind of went from a digital campaign to I was like, because I like to give myself work as if I don't have enough. <laughs> as, if don't have as, enough. It, as if I don't have enough on my plate. <laughs> we, I was like, we have that in common. <laughs> we have that Just in keep adding, Yeah, because adding. the work you do yeah, and you do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, she, you're not overworking already. Yeah, let's, let's just, this sounds fun. Let's, let's do that as let's well. Let's add another thing. So I was just like, we'll do a book. Yeah. I had never done a book in my life. And again, I love the challenge. Yeah. And I was like, I want it to be a book so you can live in libraries mm -hmm. so that students can see themselves in right. the book yeah. in Kenya yeah. for a long time. Mm. So... Then again, I started thinking about, I want there to be very diverse voices and faces. Mm -hmm. I may not be able to get absolutely everyone, which was now supposed to be the role of the podcast. Right. Um, so try to get together a diverse group. I think I ended up with about 60 folks. Right. And I loved it because I had a woman who's visually impaired. We don't think about her experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A woman who um, was a former inmate. We don't think about periods behind bars. Right. We don't think about... That's true. Oh, and it's That's true. and it's. I love that you've just had a moment. <laughs> I've had a moment. I'm like, mm, hang on. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. it's and the injustice cuts across. Right. Um, girls with special needs. Mm. We don't think about them. Um, we don't. It, and also people who are familiar. So right. there were some familiar faces there. Mm. You know, Sean yeah. Mundia. You know, over 25 people. Wabosha, who mm. were known. And it just ended up being such a passion project. Right. Um, and I love that everyone loved participating in it. Mm -hmm. And of course, the content creator and me was like, they all have to wear white against the backdrop of red. Right. Again, giving myself right. so much so work. Much work. Yeah. But I loved it. It's mm -hmm. I call it my fourth child. Right. Or third. Okay. The foundation, like, the fourth. Okay. Year. Oh, okay. And then the book. <laughs> and so my first time, and I think... It came out in 2020 in the beginning and it there was so much momentum then COVID. Mm, th that's the thing. COVID stopped us in our tracks in so many different ways. I was starting a, a countrywide tour. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'd done Eldoret. Right. Yeah. I was going to do Mombasa, then right. Narok. So 
as we were planning for Mombasa, COVID hit. Yeah. But I very quickly, again, went online and mm. we, we luckily sold out the first cycle. Mm. And now it's funny, I was at a mall today and um, somebody from Textbook Center was like, oh, hey, Janet, your book. Oh, nice. So I was just like, are you pushing it? He's like, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. actually, it does move. Yeah. And that makes me happy because... Yeah. It just means people, again, are normalizing. Mm. So that's what my first time is. It's about pushing for menstrual justice one story at a time because mm -hmm. it's about the stories. Right. So yes, everybody can talk about my first time this happened, but then your life mm. offers a window into the menstrual experience of an athlete, right. of a former street right. girl. Those are some of the yeah. stories that are in the book. Yeah. Of um, one of the, old, the oldest person we have in the book, my goodness, now she must be in her 80s. Oh, really? She was a child bride when she got her period. Imagine... Imagine that. Wow. First, you're traumatized because you're, a, you know, you're a somebody's bride. Somebody's bride. You're, you're and then now. You're belly grown. You're belly. You don't even understand. You don't even understand. Yet. Yeah. It was her husband who was essentially trying to educate her on what was happening to her body. So, wow. period okay. stories are just absolutely fascinating. Mm. Hearing how people learned, where they were, right. and then offering insights. And it's not all doom and gloom. Some of the people in the book were like, I was so happy. Mm. Another one says she sinks it with her moon, the moon time. She's all about the moon cycle right. and okay. spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. So very diverse experiences that offer insights into our diverse menstrual experiences, mm. but also the diverse menstrual challenges. Right. And finally, there's men in the book. There's about eight men. Right. I got an imam. <laughs> this is a Muslim man who calls Muslim men to prayer. Yeah. Because religion has been a very big barrier. Yes. And it was, yeah. I wanted it to also not be an enemy. Mm. So he was there in his words saying, periods are not dirty. Yeah. Periods are fine and they're yeah. healthy. And he actually said, the men who perpetuate that message don't understand the Quran. I was just like, say it louder for the people. For the people at the back. I also had a pastor. <laughs> yeah. I made sure to have voices like that. Right. Um, had a chief. Had my dad. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. He's okay. just like, looks like you don't have a guka. I'm, yeah, I'm the I'm one. Game. It's me. I'm like, okay, dad. <laughs> so it was really a labor of love. And I, I think there'll be a revival of it soon because right. we did a second edition of African stories. Right. But the pandemic and life has just made it a little hard to mm. um, just kind of perfect the project. Mm. But it's something that we're going to come back to in a pretty big way. And I'm very excited to see the next chapter of yeah. my first time. Yeah, I was going to ask, is there going to be another volume? Are we going yeah, to see more so stories? Yeah, so the next volume is definitely, um, you know, I interviewed women from across the continent. So we oh, have fantastic. stories from Nigeria and, and Rwanda and South Africa. Fantastic. But we haven't yet um, put it together and finessed it and released it. So that's right. what we're working on now. Okay. So yeah, it's exciting. Right. Yeah. Um, what would you say to somebody who... You've been in media, sure. You had that experience of being exposed from pretty much, you know, the first time you ever worked. Yeah, Let's put it true. like that. That's your first and experience and your main experience. But like, there's a young girl sitting somewhere who's going, you know what, even yeah. me can make change. Even yeah. me, if I can figure it out, what would you say to someone like that? Because you, when you were starting off, you at 19, could you have sat down and thought, I'm an author I'm going to be a podcaster. I'm going to be a personality that is recognized across the continent, the globe at yeah. this point. How can she dream as big as that? Wow. <laughs> wow, Dr. Claire. I know, I asked the question. <laughs> you really do ask the questions. Um, I think the idea is to do it because you love it. Mm. Because if you do it for any other reason, that will catch up with you. Right. It, yes, the, the, the clout, as people call it, it, mm. it can be nice. I actually did a video the other day, say, be good, not known. And it was mm. Denzel who rocked me into that because yeah. this nice interview you did with Jamie Foxx and he mentioned something about likes and comments which are okay. Then yeah. Jamie Foxx asked him, oh, so wait, so you're saying 
that just because somebody gets likes, I don't know, I don't know how he framed it, but he's like, so that's only important. He's like, no, you see, the thing about being an actor is you need to be good, not known. Your brand is being good, not mm. known. And that stuck with that's me. Powerful. It was so powerful. That he's like, powerful. fine, you can get all the likes, but are you good? Right. Ooh. Right. <laughs> I replayed, replayed, because I feel like he said something that I've been feeling almost my entire career. Mm. Is as, as much as it's come with all this attention mm. and opportunity in the most beautiful way. And I'm I'm really I'm honored and I'm privileged. Mm. Um I'm more invested in am I doing the right thing? Mm. Am I passing across the right message? Right. Am I um it's not about pleasing, it's mm. about am I actually investing in this craft mm-hmm. as a media person? Am I even finding new tools and ways mm-hmm. to diversify my craft? Right. And in advocacy, am I am I amplifying this well enough collaboratively, etc.? So I'd say to the young girl, um, you know, uh, you, you need to you need to come into it with the right reasons. Mm. If your reason is clout, cool. Yeah. But it, if it catches up with you, are you okay with that? Right. Once the clout moves to somebody else, right. which it does, yeah, which it does, yeah. But to remain steadfast, you need to stay true to your calling, mm. and that's what drives and motivates you. I could have quit a long time ago. There were so many times I'm like, why am I? I could just go to Leafy and model bikinis and I'll be, and fine. be fine. And I'll live the best life ever because I love the coast. I really considered moving, yeah. but I love it. Mm. And I believe in it and I believe in the message and I believe in how it can change and affect change. Right. And that's why I'll probably do it for the rest of my life right. um, because the calling is so strong. Yeah. So I would say again to the to the girl, like, first of all, you are in the best position right now. Mm. You can start this career on your phone. True. <laughs> you don't By have to way, go for a screen ha- test in a media house. <laughs> right. You can start it in your room. How far have we come? How far have we the come? The things we take for granted. Right? And some of the most incredible people I've interacted with over the last few years are young people. True. I'm just blown away True. by them. It's, it's actually mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. It really and is. so I'm like, the fact that you are in this generation yeah. means you have an inherent audacity. Tap mm-hmm. into that. Mm-hmm. Then think about what you want to talk about mm-hmm. and why you want to talk about it and what right. you want to do about it. Right. And then start. Yeah. Start by a, a, a small post. Mm-hmm. Start by talking to your friends about it. Start by something that's comfortable for you in your space. Because right. if starting a podcast sounds daunting, work backwards. Mm-hmm. If you still want to do the podcast, hold on to that dream. Yeah. But work backwards. It's speaking to... You're speaking to right here, <laughs> right here. Right. Dr. Claire knows this. Work backwards. What does it look like yeah. to start a podcast? It could right. look like, how do I sound? Mm. Use your phone. Right. Talk to somebody who will be upfront with you. For me, it was my older brother when I was going into media <laughs> yeah. and I was reading the news for him. He'd right. be like, no, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> the way you read the first time was fine. The second time, have that right. person yeah. who will help you get comfortable in it mm. and then slowly work towards it. It's not overnight. It was True. never overnight it's for any of us. At all. At all. And if it's I, sweeter that way. I find it interesting that for me to be this comfortable having mm. conversations on the podcast, it started from in like taking on opportunities like coming mm. onto your podcast, right. for example. Uh, and the different in, panels you've done. Exactly. The panels, being invited on TV to talk about different um, sexual reproductive health topics and mm. being nervous and feeling like I'm going to die, especially television cameras. It's very intimidating. My goodness. <laughs> the studio is intimidating. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then the lights, the heat or the air con, because it's one or the other. Either you're <laughs> boiling to death or you guys are you're frozen. Freezing. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then it's a thing that people take for granted. You think that, okay, you're just on TV. It's a skill. It's yeah. it's a skill you have to learn. And I feel because I kept putting myself in those situations, mm-hmm. I am now confident enough to, even now as I'm still learning, I still have yeah. that openness to be like, okay, you can still learn. There's still yeah. a bit more skill. There's so much more opportunities and platforms and yeah. the likes that you can use to 
amplify your voice, but start somewhere. Start with what you have. And like you said, now it's your phone, right? There you go. Start with what you have. I love how you've kind of explained Mm. that journey of being nervous, but being like, I'm here and just keep pushing. And yeah. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. 100% and do it afraid. Right. So start with what you have. Low hanging fruit. What do you have in your hands? Mm. What do you have in your hands is, I know it's, there's a biblical reference, but there's also on a practical level, mm-hmm. what do you have in your hands? Right. Start there. Right. Yeah. And then work your way. Mm. Um, we've seen how some of the most well-known TikTokers, for example, they just had their phone and the app. True. True. And they just kept going and right. kept yeah. evolving and, yeah. and experimenting. Right. Do the same thing. You right. don't have to have it figured out overnight. And then also don't want to be an overnight sensation. It could work. But it may not work and it shouldn't break you. True. Yeah, sometimes overnight sensations take a lifetime. True. And then build towards even greater platforms should the opportunity arise. If it doesn't, Mm. the world is changing. Some of the greatest platforms, again, is your phone. Right. It doesn't have to be the way it was before. Mm. Opportunities are so many now. What really changed for me again was goalkeepers in 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, That also changed the way I saw advocacy. Right. Because it's uh, Gates Foundation. Um. I had not, I, I didn't really know much about it, mm-hmm. but it fed me in so many ways because you're in a room, literally, because the next, the goalkeeper's um, dinner and awards is the night before, right. which is very mind-blowing. The next day, you're in a room mm-hmm. with anyone from, you know, Trevor Noah to somebody who is an activist in Syria. Right. That's what was beautiful. It's an equalizer for activism. Oh, That's wow. what I should call it. It's, it's really a room that equalizes activists. Mm-hmm. It was still... For people like us who like pop culture, I was just like, is that Lily Allen? <laughs> right. Yeah. Is that Russia <laughs> Michelle? Is, yeah. Is, is You're that... sitting there like, my mind, my mind. Yeah. Am I seeing what Am I, I seeing? seeing? <laughs> a few years later at yeah. East I, and it's funny because in 2017, I remember sitting in the audience saying, I'm going to host one of the segments. And in 2022, I did. Nice. Work backwards. Yeah. I worked backwards. Right. And I remember telling myself, that's such a massive stage. Right. Who are you to mm. be there in five years? Mm. And I told myself, it's five years. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was so specific. I said, work backwards. Yeah. Own your craft. Mm-hmm. Do more events. Mm-hmm. Become comfortable. Yeah. Literally 2022, yeah. I did an hour. And it was one of the best hours of my life because it was Melinda Gates's hour. Oh, wow. And so it was oh, just very brilliant. profound. Yeah. I was just like, I know that I worked really hard to be to, on this stage right. today. Yeah. I know that because I worked backwards. Yeah. And it's my policy nowadays. I always set a goal, then I work backwards. Right. And if I don't achieve it, I pivot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't break me. Yeah, yeah. I just say, okay, what it did. Because it comes with learning. It comes it, with lessons. Yeah. It's not, I never take for granted something that I didn't achieve, so to speak. Yeah. The journey there is part of, in fact, a bigger part of it than the, the destination. And I think a lot of people undermine the journey. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to yeah. have to. And at some point, the journey will call you. True. You that, went there. Mm. <laughs> it will be like, come, let's Please, sit down. I don't even know wh- where you are. I don't even know Ma- where you are, but sit come. Here. Yeah. Let's have a conversation. I see you doing this for a really long time though. Really? Yeah. And like it, it evolving <laughs> into like um like uh sessions. Right, right. Yeah. I, I'm just I, I feel like you know, I've got to trust. <laughs> You're, hmm, speaking to the choir. Speaking to the choir. You have a vision board somewhere and no. that's exactly what's been written. Because it's because a gift. Not a lot of people can do this and you do it really right. well. Somebody can think you've done this like oh, thank you. forever. <laughs> So could us. <laughs> but yeah. then this, I have to, I cannot um, not talk about the negative side. Oh, yeah. We can't sit here and paint and be like, it's so nice. cloud no. of wonderment that no. is activism, um, advocacy, 
being in the limelight, mm. um, having any sort of following, yeah, <laughs> it does come with the negative side because we've said this before: the the naysayers and the trolls and the negative people have the louder voice. And the way, if I go into medical um, aspect of it, the way the human mind works, you can receive a hundred likes, but the one hateful message is the one that lands. Mm. It, you'll forget you'll quickly forget that there are other people who appreciate this work that I do yeah. you'll read one negative comment you will see a DM that's intended to hurt you and that's the one that lands mm. so how do you navigate the negativity because again the louder your voice especially for women's issues the more attacked the more you can you, be you get attacked I think it's also a journey it, it doesn't change I feel like and you'd be surprised even now I'm in a season of needing to what's the word I go through times when I I kind of go into a bit of a healing cocoon. Mm -hmm. I can still be public, mm -hmm. but internally I'm cocooning myself and preparing myself for the next level. Right. And I'm, I've really learned to respect my mental health. Mm -hmm. So if I need to pull back on social media, I've learned to take leave because social media is my office. Mm, so right. August for a week and December or January for a week. Mm. And it's helped me. Right. People know. They're like, oh, is this when you're going? I'm like, yep. <laughs> this is that this time. This is that time. <laughs> and I tell them I'll see them either. I'll see them on my birthday because right. it's January 11th. Oh, and I always right. feel like it's a nice way to be yeah, like, happy new back. year. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. Happy birthday to my twin brother. <laughs> I had to learn that because I did 10 years nonstop in the newsroom and I felt like I burnt out. Mm -hmm. And um, the negativity can take its toll mm. because you're also trying to figure out your identity. True. Um, and I think you have to have an inner grit that you nurture mm. every single day, right. almost like a plant. Right. Every day, go back and water that grit. True. Every day, just pour a little bit more, pour, right. put a few seedlings in. Yeah. And like, you're good, you're growing. Yeah. Because that grit kind of like, it strengthens your spine. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean the, the hate doesn't hurt. Cry true, about it, true. feel it, yeah. ride the wave. It's right. become my new favorite thing. Right. When my friends and I are going through something, we're like, we ride the wave, ride mm, it, mm. cry, feel it, ride the wave because it means you're processing right. and then go back to that watered plant mm. because it still stands and yeah. you can tap into it and be like, you're still there. You're yeah. still present and holding me. Yeah. It's not easy for everyone. I mean, I've seen people really come undone and fall apart. Yeah. So I don't say this lightly, like, what are your inner grit? Like, no, it's actually, but I like that. That's the message. It's a, again, mm. a conscious thing you need to decide to work on. That's what it is, Because people assume it's automatic. No. People assume that, okay, you, you're used to being on social media, so when the hit comes, you're fine. Yeah. That, that's not true. It's like a muscle. Think of it as true. a muscle. Yeah. You just, just exercise it every day. Yeah. For anything in mm. life, it's a muscle. The things that you don't like to do that you have to do, mm. exercise it. Right. You know? um, I tend to spin it a little bit. Okay. Because um, one, I can't remember who. It might have been Steve Harvey or... It's somebody yeah. who said, if you're, if you're online, if you're presence, you're known, but you don't have any haters, then you're doing something wrong. True. You're actually not, your message is not landing. Yeah. And it made me think about the naysayers in a positive light, so to speak, mm. because at the very least, you're forcing me to engage in a conversation with somebody who has a different, a different mm, opinion. opinion. I like that. And as much as it's being presented in a hateful manner, mm. if I engage you, mm. it's a learning, it's an opportunity to teach. Yeah. Because you're coming, a lot of times they come at you from a point of ignorance, mm. from a point of, I know best, or yeah. I refuse to inform or educate myself, but mm. I'm going to come with mm. full force. Because again, that's the, uh, empty debes. Empty debes. <laughs> but I like what you're saying. Use yeah. it as a teachable moment. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. So instead of 
you you do have to navigate but again it's like a skill you have to exercise this muscle but then you can sit back and go mm. hang on i see what you've come with yeah. but have you maybe let's talk about it like this yeah. maybe this is the point that i'm trying to pass mm. across and at the very least even if because a lot of times i found if you engage and you give information they back off they disappear but the thing that that's the powerful thing that you've managed to do is in case somebody else read through those comments mm-hmm. and then so your response they've also learned i like that you've educated someone exactly. so that's a very healthy perspective right. and i think things like that need to be encouraged more mm-hmm. the healthy perspectives right and then where you feel like it's taking its toll take a break take a break yeah just take a now miyosaka will forever be one of my heroes <laughs> she's just like bye yeah 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 i don't need this <laughs> i actually don't i actually this. don't need this because you know she's she knows maybe how badly she was struggling with what, whether it was anxiety or whatever right and it's hard because sometimes when you're doing so well mm. people expect you to um continue yeah. and you need to also communicate if you're an influencer communicate mm. to clients mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. hey fine I'll do the brand deal I'm taking a week I'm at taking, this point yeah, yeah. they might ne- renegotiate and say no 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 do a few more days but most people will agree with yeah, you yeah. and if they don't then you protected yourself and your peace yeah. and I've had to make a lot of such decisions I've True. had to pull back from doing work I've had to I've had to deal with a lot of personal public you know issues mm-hmm. and and things that happened yeah. but I was very intentional to be like what what does your mind need what does your body need right um and then there's also two kids yeah. you know yeah, who are just like that. anyway yeah. are we going for candy <laughs> like we don't care what your life <laughs> yeah, looks like yeah, I know. <laughs> and also teaching them so i i go to karura a lot with them and i'm teaching them about the grounding co- technique for anxiety mm. but dealing with the hate it evolves i feel like um you know the m- higher levels more demons mm-hmm. that's true <laughs> all those things that's true. so and like you said it's never not going to hurt because you are human yeah. and something that you said that i think is very profound is riding the wave yeah. something about being overly connected now that the internet has made us a global village mm-hmm. seems to have taught us that life is only good if we're happy oof that life is only lifeing yeah. if i am thriving i am mm. successful i am happy it forgets to tell you you're human yeah. and so sadness a, a bit of downtime sometimes you have anxiety sometimes mm. it's social anxiety i'm very introverted i say that and nobody believes no, me no i can believe you you're a bit like an ambi but introvert extrovert oh, but no, mostly you know extroverted about me let me say like you didn't hear me nope. i am an introvert <laughs> i said i am but that means you have a social battery <laughs> yes. like after this you'll need to oh, dip that, yeah That's and me. sometimes it's a like a whole yeah at where are you Mm-mm. yeah Mm-mm. but good for you because <laughs> and people like you and I I respect that and I love that I've yeah. also learned that about myself like my social battery when it goes doop doop yeah I have to I, respect that because I will start to mess up because now I'm mm. over engaging yeah. and it's not natural for me yeah. it, I had this uh, conversation with Tracy um mm. she's now with Capital FM yeah and we were talking about confidence and mm. building confidence and sometimes it's about putting on a bit of a persona mm-hmm. because especially so if you're an introvert mm. the thing of being known it, it still spooks me this one still spooks oh, me yeah. that i'll be shopping in a supermarket and somebody comes <laughs> hi doctor yeah, oh my god i'm a big fan i'm like what do i do what do i do what do i do why are you talking to me <laughs> what do- why are you here i'm in my pajamas oh my gosh oh yeah <laughs> you want a selfie That's i'm in my pajamas you know so things like that it becomes okay maybe as part of the learning maybe mm. one of the things i'm going to have to learn is when i have those kind of moments i engage the personality that they are drawn to that they know because Smart. that's a part of me. Yes. It might not be my everyday yeah, me, but, but it's, it's a, a part, part of, of me. Yeah. And so reach into that person 
engage for the moment that you need to and mm. then go back and hide behind the aisle. <laughs> I feel like you're, 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 you'll be able to give really good tools, surprisingly. Really? Yeah, just based on how, like, I've, I don't know, the combination of maybe, mm. correct me if I'm wrong, whether it's the medical knowledge, but yeah. also, yeah, just, and social media. Yeah, yeah. It's few people who can give tools True, from a place true. of conviction like true. that. Yeah. And I really like what you've said because it is about that. Yeah. I, I know, like I have some events coming up and I'm already doing mental push-ups for right. them. Because yeah. I know, and sometimes I make a request and say, I don't want to come too early, mm. but I can stay after. But I need to come when like everyone is Everyone's seated. Because se- yeah, I, I know yeah. I'm predisposed to anxiety. I've gotten much better. Right. It was so bad. <laughs> but I also know. And yeah. so nowadays I'm not afraid to, and it's very, it's very doable requests and people usually true. really respect it. True. I'm like, hey, if it starts at seven, I know I'm the person who can come at six, but I'll come at quarter to seven or I'll come at 6.30, but I'll be somewhere in the building and then I'll walk into the room, but I'll stay back. So knowing who you are, Mm. I wish my younger self could just know like you're okay with your weird Mm. quirks Mm -hmm. and your intuition. You're fine. Um, And those are the things I'd want younger people to know like you're okay. That voice that tells you you're an introvert, it's okay. Right. Nurture yeah. her or yeah. him or that voice that tells you you're predisposed to anxiety, find tools. Right. You don't have to go with the crowd or you can, yeah. but know who you are in the crowd right. so that it doesn't right. consume you. True. And I kind of have been a bit solitary most of my life. Like mm. I belong everywhere and nowhere. Like I'm just every in yeah. different rooms and spaces. Right. And it's, you know, it has its ups and downs, but it has more of its ups because... I go as who I am, mm-hmm. whichever room it is. Mm-hmm. Is it goalkeepers? I'll go as I am. True. Is it um is it an activation in a school? I'll go as who I am. Right. That way you're also not over being an over chameleon. Because Th- that it that. catches yeah. up with you. It does. It yeah. does. It's exhausting as well. Yeah. And more likely than not, it'll confuse even you because For sure. you forgot. <laughs> You'll be like, which like chameleon like, was hmm, I? Which color which version? was I? Yeah. Which yeah. version am I presenting this yeah. day? Yeah. And don't, don't be afraid to ask for help. True. And and there's help online. Yeah. Um when you're feeling it, because mm. there's a lot of people who are not with us anymore because people didn't affirm or validate. Right. And they couldn't find a space to be validated. Right. And I still have really dark days. I'm, then as I sit here having the time of my life, I'm navigating a pretty difficult season right now, mm. but I can still come and show up for this um, because I love it. I love the podcast. I love mm-hmm. what you do. Mm-hmm. And I still know I need to tap into my tools to right. continue to navigate. Right. Yeah. And I'm also riding the wave. Right. So I'm not ignoring it. I'm not being like, that's not a that's thing. Not, I'm like, yeah. it's, actually it's, thing. it's actually a thing. It's affecting you. Yeah. And you're aware of that and you're riding the wave and you're doing the work. Mm. And the thing when I do that is I come out on the other side. Mm. So I'm present and I'm aware when I'm dealing with something. Right. And I... I kind of tap into tools right. and I just wish more people knew that, you know, they can do the same and not feel alone. Right. Yeah. Um, finally. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, I could talk to <laughs> the you. Finally of Kenyans. And finally. <laughs> and finally. Yeah. And then we continue for 35 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, but finally, one of the biggest reasons why I started this podcast in the first place is to demystify taboo topics. Mm. And sexual reproductive health, mental health topics, they're still taboo. There's still places and rooms and spaces and, generational differences there are places where you just can't have this conversation or it's harder to have these Mm. conversations in terms of your work in advocacy in terms of being an activist what advice would you have for navigating taboo conversations Mm. because not everybody will be as headstrong i look at it as a challenge i'm like no listen i'm going to give you Mm. an ability to have this conversation Mm. i'm going to like 
step in your face a little mm-hmm. bit yeah. but you're going to have let's just start yeah. to scratch the surface but there are others who are completely the thought just the thought yeah, like why are we even thinking like, about what this? are we even what, what are you saying what <laughs> you want me to talk about what yeah. um i i do have there'll be very sensitive conversations that i'll have and some of which were because of the stigma and the taboo i'll have to like provide anonymity to my guests mm. because i have to respect the fact that there's so much stigma still on some of the topics that we'll be covering mm. but it doesn't for me it doesn't stop me mm. for you now i'm sure you've learned how to you know yeah. this is how we're going to navigate this space but like what advice do you have for someone who is still very timid very afraid mm. has been indoctrinated mm. with the narrative that this is something you don't talk about that your sexual health reproductive health mental health are not spaces that you navigate and talk about in public that is such a valid very important question wow i feel like um yeah because i was going to say you know resources are available but it's also you have to be careful what which resources right, to tap into right. but for somebody who's been indoctrinated and they're feeling like there's another conversation or there's a bigger conversation to mm. this i think it's to say it's not your fault mm-hmm. if you hold true to the beliefs that you know right that's something that you were raised knowing and that mm-hmm. you you believe in maybe for whatever reason and if you listen to another perspective it doesn't necessarily have to um not derail you just mm. think of it as having a new perspective right and new perspectives shouldn't really harm you they're right. just supposed to give you insights right i it's interesting because i what did, what did i say the other day i consider myself i don't know if it's accurate a moderate left because <laughs> i know there's a side of me yeah. as moderate but there's a very big side of me that's very kind of like liberal and mm. open i think the word is open right who you are how you present yourself what you like what you stand for mm. i love it let's have the conversation right um but it doesn't necessarily sway me from right. things which i believe yeah. are you yeah. know right or whatever it is yeah um and so i think it's in saying number one you know perspectives are different mm-hmm. there's some things that are very important to you right if they're important to you hold on to those but understand though that you can also relearn and unlearn sure. you know if it's somebody who is faith based for example i'm like yeah you can be and still talk about these issues in fact you should right it doesn't mean you're no longer a faithful yeah you know yeah. person it just means that you're not a faithful person who's choosing to understand this world that we live in right and trying to navigate i feel like there's some such a better answer i could give for this i should send a voice note <laughs> I'll go home and send a <laughs> voice send and, a and be like, and Dr. Claire, <laughs> remember when remember. you asked me and then I was rambling. Remember that time when I started rambling? This is not this the is what you're going to use. This is what you need to use. Don't use the ramble. But at the end of the day, um, every single person has the ability to unlearn and relearn. Right. Even you. Right. Even you who's listening and watching, you, you do have it. It doesn't mean, oh my gosh, everything I've known until now is wrong. It's like, no. Right. You just, yeah. you can, you can have another perspective. Mm. And a lot of the time it shifts you mm. into, um, I feel like new perspectives, healthy ones about our reality in this world yeah. are so important. True. Understand True. what's happening around you. Mm. Don't shield yourself mm. from what is happening around you. Yeah. Understand it. So if somebody is listening and they're timid and they're like, oh, I don't know. Why is it such a big conversation? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Yeah. Look into it. Right. If you really want some start with a news source. Yeah. You know, cuz they hopefully 
try to be <laughs> non-partisan. Right. So look into it. <laughs> right. Do a deep dive and say whatever topic it is, I'm hearing it everywhere around mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Learn, educate yourself. Right. Yeah. And then still figure out where you sit with it. True. Educate yourself further. Mm. I'll never forget being going down a, a rabbit hole of listening to black Republicans. Right. Okay. I was just yeah. like... First, it's I started triggering, yeah, it's so triggering. triggering. It was <laughs> so triggering. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I'm seeing them everywhere. Right. It doesn't mean that I'm going to believe because I'm still standing agree, here being yeah. like some of them. I'm yeah. like, really? But still, I, mm. I challenged myself. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. But I was like, no, you're going to listen to this one hour interview. You're going to, you're going to listen. You're going to cringe. You're, gonna you're cringe. going to have to pause in some places, yeah. but you're going to listen so that you can start to understand where they're coming from. Right. Doesn't mean I have to. Lean into it. Yeah, or agree, it, or agree. Or change my mind. No. I just, now I know better. When right. I was in Malaysia many years ago, one of my lecturers was transgender. Right. And I hadn't ex- seen that before. Mm. And I, again, I took it as, oh my gosh, tell me more about right. yourself. Yeah. And yeah. that's where, this was like 2005. Right. So back this then. Is, yeah, back, like, it, there's no information. There's, there's no, no information. Like, even voices, because it's now that there's more voices behind, yeah. there's more activism helping people understand what who they are and what they're going through. Exactly. But back then... <laughs> and at least, and I was just like, be teachable about it, right. you, you know. And even when I was, you know, listening to her, I was teachable. I was just like, right. oh, okay, so what does it mean? Da, yeah. da, da. And so, again, it's just learning mm. about the people around you. Not mm. everyone is like you. Not everyone thinks like you. Right. Um, Learn new perspectives. You can still hold your own about what you believe. Mm. But I think the biggest thing we need to preach is acceptance, not even tolerance. Right. Because tolerate is also like, ah, okay, because I have to. Yeah. Acceptance yeah. is just, this is the world I live in. Right. These are the people who have their own views. Mm-hmm. These are the rights. These are the violations. Mm. These are the injustices, ETC. Mm. I can still stand here and I've taken in this information. Yeah. Could make you an activist. Could make you the same person, mm. but it shifts your perspective. And now you know better right. and you know more. Right. So don't be afraid to know. Yeah. And I hate the censorship that's put on things like comprehensive sex education. Right. It's heartbreaking because guess what you're doing? We've, yeah. we've talked about it quite a bit. What now. are you doing? Yeah. You're, there's a generation of people who don't have information. And now HIV, AIDS among adolescent girls is on the rise. And you're so right. it's teen pregnancy right. because you're censored. Yeah. I don't want to start ranting. <laughs> It's okay. But anyway, it's all right. You Again. said that's okay. Again, like, okay, like, Janet, thank you so thank much. You so much. <laughs> We're going to stop there. Right. But, and yeah. as we but close, that's a fantastic question. I'm glad we've had that conversation because, again, it's just powerful message is be prepared to unlearn and relearn. Yeah. Basically. Basically. And then accept that there is different opinions, different types of personalities, different people around you. It doesn't need to change who you are. But then if you're accepting of it, because you, you also can't sit on your high horse and say you have to accept me and all my... And then you're not accepting And then people. you don't accept other people. Mm. So it's just as simple as that. Mm. Um, now to close, please tell us where we can engage with the foundation and oh. with the book, the podcast. My plugs. Yes. <laughs> Plug away. Yo, 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 you can find me on... Oh my God. <laughs> Cringe. Um, um, I'm very active on my Instagram. So at official Janet Bogwa. Mm-hmm. Um, and at Inuadada. I would right. say those two across all social media except X. <laughs> yeah. I've not been on Twitter in yeah. like a year and I'm fine. Yeah, toxic spaces. Toxic spaces. I <laughs> Inuadada is. But Janet is on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, those are my platforms. My website and and all are growing. There's there's something I'll be putting out soon, but you'll see that on my social right. media. Okay. And where it will live. Right. Um, but for nights at official Janet Bugwa. You can find that on my social media social pages. Media. Fantastic. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for yeah. engaging, being open enough to like share your story. And again, 
storytelling, the power of storytelling. Yeah. That's my big lesson from everything I've been doing recently is the power of storytelling. The more we humanize um, experiences, the better. The learnings are even easier because now it's relatable. So thank you for coming on here and sharing. Thank you. I love this platform. You've created such a safe space. I've had so much fun Yay, and I've just found it enjoyable. Such amazing. Mumeski. Mumeski. Like, louder for the others. That no, it's been, it's been really great. So yeah, no, I'm excited to hear it and I'm excited for what you'll do. I really am. Yeah. So we'll leave it there. And again, as always, please engage further by commenting. Um, anyone who doesn't feel comfortable enough to be that public, feel free to DM or email. All the information will be in the description box. Engage with us on social media. Again, everything will be in the description box. Thank you so much for your time and for your attention. And I look forward to seeing you again next week.